fix yourselves. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix yourself? Go fix yourselves. Go fix yourself! And he has this abnormally large penis. <laughs> like, that's what they, like, keep talking about. It's just, like, unnormal. <laughs> Not normal. <laughs> So what is this? A podcast or something? Oh, it's last podcast on the left. Like oh, this okay. is one of their, their is episodes. It it's on the Ant Hill Kids. I never heard of this, but Neither I guess I. they like it gets to murder. Did you watch home. that uh, TV show? Man, what was it on? I can't remember, and I can't remember what it was called. But it was about the Waco, Texas cult, but not a cult, religious yeah, sect. Was, that wasn't called Waco. Did, yes, it was. Was it? Yes, it was on. TNT. Netflix was it? Is on oh, Netflix. I think they, it was a TNT series that they Probably, brought yeah. over to Netflix. Yeah, with a uh, uh, fudge. Um, yeah, that guy, J- Steve uh, John Carter or whatever. Oh, God, we're butchering that one. Yeah, but yeah, super interesting. Yeah, like watching. Oh, because like it was the same, but he was like, you were like, well, that's how it always works. Like you, he was so likable. Yeah, the and dude, he's a musician, but playing in. Yeah, he was so like, and he was like, you know, just super approachable. And then, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I have sex with all your wives. Yeah, God like, has told me that I'm going to. No. Yeah. Like, that would have been a no. David Koresh. Yeah. David Koresh. Branch Dominions. Yeah. Um, what is so fascinating about, like, cults and stuff is they all follow the same path. Like, you start controlling people by manipulation and... Yeah. Um, being a sociopath or a narcissist and like you're not going to sleep you're not going to have sex with anybody you're not and then it switches and then yeah. it's you're only going to have sex with me the leader oh in in like oh, so i thought template. it was like i thought it was like you entered into like the cult and you're like well sure. you can I mean, only have diff- sex with me it's different like how it always happens but it always is like control sex yeah. um and then there's no handbook on this but like cult but, leaders all follow the same thing for like the past 70 years. I didn't know that. Like there's no Google Doc that says like, <laughs> oh, so I got to manipulate these. There's wh- a Google Doc for how to make a yeah, bomb, like but Jim there's no Jones. Google Doc for how to start a cult? Well, Come I'm sure on. there is now. I'm sure you can get Come that on. One. But, you know, Jim Jones and all those guys, they all followed the same, yeah. like you do the same things. Well, I wonder if they just looked at each other's success. Maybe. Or and they, they were like, oh, that's... Cool. That's cool. But like, okay, think about the 80s. Like how many books were probably written about like the different cults and the details? Like nowadays we have, we have, you know, a thousand podcasts with details. But back then you might have like one book that was like a broad overview. Like you're not going to see the details of all that stuff. Yeah, maybe that's true. I don't know. Maybe it's just that's the progression. I I think it's like a social thing. Like, you know, you have to control people. You have to do this, this. And at the end of the day... All those guys are about power and sex. Like yeah. on, um, what's that, uh, Kevin Spacey? All all sex is about power and all power. He says some- House of Cards? Yeah, yeah. He says something about and sex in there that you know makes you like look back. You're like, it's Ugh. tough for me to watch that. And I watched a movie with him in it, The Billionaire Boys Club, not mm. too long ago. Yeah. And it's just weird to watch him I, in it. And watching like- Spoiler alert, seven. Like, you, you don't really know he's the... Oh, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's old. Yeah. But, you know, it, I 
I watched that not too long ago and like I was like, do they mention him in, in the like intro credits or anything? And no, there's no oh, mention of him. I didn't at know all. that. Yeah. I just I, I knew that going into the movie. That really? Guy, yeah, he was in there. Oh. Like I watched it late. I wasn't I was like, gonna say. Yeah, yeah, because that was the big twist is like, oh, it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And he's not no. mentioned at all, you know. I had and, a feeling. I I knew. Yeah, that and great movie, by the way. Uh seven. Yeah. Man, I haven't watched that in forever. But um Oh, this is what he says. And I think it's actually a famous quote, but everything is about sex, except sex. Sex is about power. Oh, that does sound like Something. House of Cards. He does say that, which yeah. is whew. looking that back, is, that is weird. Looking back at Look, me, ooh. I see that I never really got it right. That yeah. is a classic. That I crossfade, baby. Crossfade. Crossfade. Mm. You remember them? Oh, yeah. And Dude, their, their first album was so good. I loved it. All that music back in like, I guess that would be like, what, 2000? Early 2000s, yeah. Um, you know, like Breaking Benjamin, all that. Um, yeah. Breaking Benjamin's that, still killing They're it, still though. doing stuff. What about Trapped? They've been oh. following that. <laughs> they kicked him out. Well, you know, that was, I think that was a long time coming. Well, sure. But, you know, headstrong. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine being in a band and like the singer is just going crazy, like MAGA? Having a meltdown. Like, no, no offense if you're, you know, you're with MAGA or you're not with MAGA, whatever. But it's just like he had stepped the, over the line, as he in had, like he had used his band's popularity exactly. as his microphone. Yeah. And it's just like a lot of what he was saying was just like he was definitely dividing people, his fans. Yeah. Not to bring it back to local but it's almost like a notorious chicken wing place here who let their marketing guy go a little wild yeah <laughs> and I, they tried to blame it wasn't that the owner yeah yeah the Who's marketing that? guy yeah so we we're looking tell, for tell the people what what happened well <sighs> because there's a lot of people that probably don't know where we live or what is actually like yeah it's just rough happens in the local him, news so i don't care yeah, well, I noticed. I <laughs> anyway, there's, there's a local wing store that local just, wing place, best wings. Yeah, wow. started posting about COVID in the beginning, and yep. it was just like you know, very Saying some silly things, obviously under the influence of yeah. something, whatever it was, had to have been. Yes. Yeah. So the the it took off, went viral. The next day, uh, there was some <laughs> retractions, uh, and basically blaming it on the marketing yeah. department. Which yeah, even though I don't think they have one. Even though clearly there yeah. was one or two comments where he signed out of his the uh, wings and uh, well, you know yeah. and, the, and the, said some stuff. Yeah, the restaurant Facebook page and like did it on his personal page, and you're like, well, then how do you explain this? Yeah. So you're like, oh, come on, bud. My favorite thing that i'll you know, always remember is what he said was we have the best wings in the world even the u.s <laughs> which is just a little backwards uh, buddy <laughs> you know and i think that this brings up a good topic this isn't the topic that we were going to talk about but this brings up a good topic of like it's a little touchy too and sometimes uh -oh. sometimes you know it can, it can be a little dangerous talking about this stuff, but I think maybe it's good being politically correct, but also like having a platform. Do we use that to, you know, talk about what we believe in? Like what, mm. where is that fine line? Because I think there's, I mean, I think everybody has a social media account. Sure. Um, everybody has, you know, posted something 
about their beliefs or something. I don't know. Yeah. Where, where is that fine line between like, you know, being in, okay and crossing line? Is there a crossing line? Do you use? Yes, there is crossing the line. Okay. Um, obviously. Obviously, yes. Yes. Uh, like for me, and it's funny because I've been approached by this. Like I don't post anything politically. No, like, I don't, me neither. Right? Because it's like I look at it as like I get I get hired because of my social media, right? I have people coming to me and being like, make a video for this, make a video for that. And like I've done political videos. I have done one for the left and one for the right, you know? It's like I've done those. What a sellout. <laughs> you are you are a traitor. I'm in it for the money. Yeah. The mo- you know, but at the same time, like I'm not gonna go and like you know, post about what my beliefs are or what I'm, you know, yeah. I, is that okay? Because I got called out for it sometimes. I would rather you be quiet than loud for the most part, because yeah. I think you should only, I'm just going to say this. I don't even, I haven't even thought this through all the way. So this is, could be a mistake, but I know that's I the think thing. you should that's- vet your beliefs through other people before you go just on a tangent yeah. online, like whatever you believe. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Maybe vet it through people that share and don't share your opinions to see if it's even a good idea before you go yeah. exposing that to the world. I think I think that's that's a smart idea. Whether you're like in a position of like, you know, Kyle and I where uh we do post stuff in businesses and we do partner with businesses yeah. and whatever. Because that could also be seen as a um, you know, alignment of their values right you and they don't want that so that's another reason too it's like but i think um you know it's it's a it's a fine line it's something i wasn't even thinking about talking about but we just kind of gradually in my head it just popped in my head cults to social media (laughs) yeah uh but yeah i think for the most part you know i think everybody should have their beliefs and you should vet them out you should Try to destroy them as much as you can if you believe something and if it still holds that test of being true. That is great advice. Like religion. We both share this. We both share growing up in the church and this is another hot, hot topic. I know. Great store, by the way. Great shirts. (laughs) No. Used to be there all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Is like I don't appreciate people that believe or don't believe that won't entertain the other side. Like if you believe in God, awesome. Try to listen to what atheists or other people believe that is a reason why you shouldn't. Yeah. And if you still continue to believe in God, awesome. Yeah. Try to tear down your beliefs. I know. And uh, you know, I think that is a hard thing for some people. Um, sure. Cause it's but not it, fun it, to it doesn't have to just be religion no. or whatever. It, it could be anything. And I think, but I think that's really great advice as far as like, I've gone through that and I've struggled through that, right? To like tear everything down and try to build it back up or build it back up or not be able to build it back up, you know, in several aspects of life. Yeah. And so I think that's actually really good advice. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it should apply to everything. Like you have so many beliefs that you hang around similar people will always just continue to feed that belief, whether that's, you know. Like, do I still want to be in this cult? You know, and then everybody else is questions. like, "Yeah, you do, Stephen." But like, should we all be sleeping with well, that guy? <laughs> and then they're like, "Stephen, you you're you're doing that." <laughs> yeah, aren't you guys? 
So, oh, you know, yeah. always just try to tear Steven down. gets his own Netflix <laughs> yeah. special because of it. Yeah. the guy who was putting out when he didn't need to. Yeah. We haven't got to that stage yet, Steven. Like, <laughs> I'm a higher level yeah. of existence, baby. I'm a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. <laughs> you guys are still at stage one. I'm at stage six. D9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that was good. Anyways, uh, I think we should talk about the topic we really can. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about that. And that is a tough one for a lot of people. And this is a good one where you got to tear this down. Is money. Yeah. Money is a weird topic. Yeah. Especially when you start diving into the freelance world where money can be scarce or it can be abundant. You never know with oh, what's going on. yes. And especially at the beginning. Yeah. But really, I think we kind of got in this conversation because we were talking about a Facebook ad. Yeah, that's that true. That is the beginning. Yeah. And I do want to say this really quick. So we were on a f- the phone and I, we, Shh, don't no, I'm just saying we were on the phone and we were like, okay, so what should we talk about next podcast? And I was like, you know, we, we both were talking about stuff and I just kind of kept going and going. I was like, well, we could do this and we could lead into this. You know, this reminds me of this. And then you were like, shut your mouth shut up, save it for the podcast. Steven, I love you. Like, bye. I, I know people probably have heard that in the trailer, like that we do that. It's like, that's real. Yeah. Like, it's very true that like Kyle shut me up. He's like, shut the hell up. Uh, Kyle, hello? hello. Oh, you hung up again. <laughs> you dumb idiot. <laughs> I just but, hang up every time. Anyway, but I think that's good. You know, save it for the podcast. I like it. That, we should take a, get a t-shirt made or something. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. Save it for the pod. But mm-hmm. like um, yeah, where it kind of stemmed from was we were talking about some Facebook ads that we yeah. wanted to do for getting the trailer video that we put up that hopefully you've all seen and, and maybe enjoyed or mm-hmm. whatever. But we're like, oh, this should be the budget for how much we're going to spend this month. And I was like, man, that dollar figure is more than we would have done a few years ago. Yes. So if you have been following us since episode one, you know that me and Kyle have started a business together. Uh, It was called Cut and Caliber. We had homemade grooming products. Kyle made it in the kitchen. We called him Kyle the Chemist or just chemist with a k the chemist (laughs) just the chemist still on my business and he would make these you know uh, handmade grooming products for men pomade lip balm beard oil um and we'd sell them at christmas markets or trade shows online to stores um and we you know i think we we dove into advertising a couple times but we were like Oh, a hundred dollars. Or even like, let's do twenty-five dollars. Right. See and, where and this it's goes. funny, we were watching like these videos on how to learn how to do Facebook ads, and they're like, Yeah, so I was just trying something now. I put five thousand dollars in to start the Facebook right. ad. And we're like, Ugh. Like, yeah. we'll do fifty bucks. Exactly. You know? Or I spent a hundred and fifteen thousand in ads this year. Right. I'm like, oh. and we were very serious about cutting caliber, right? We were like in it when we were doing it and like consistently doing it we were you know wanting it to get bigger and bigger yeah why didn't we want to put more money into it because i think you we did also put a lot of money into it starting it yeah but not i mean somewhat i think we both put in like two two grand yeah something like that a thousand each or something Something just to like startup costs and we really never had to put I think because we were so set on like, let's not put our own money into this. Let's only use money like revenue yeah, to maybe. pour back in. And so it never like got to the, 
And that's what you need is like you almost need money put back in the business for a few years, like every dime. And granted, we weren't probably the best financially decisive people with like, oh, we needed some new marketing gear. (laughs) You know, we we did some things that, uh, you know, were poor business decisions. So honestly... I, I mean, what I wouldn't th- say poor. Let's talk just, about it. One thing that comes to mind when you say poor business decision that we made. Go. Cameras we bought. No. I, I'm not saying it was bad. I knew you were going to go there. No, because- I'm just saying those were the biggest ones that we didn't necessarily improve the business with. Yeah. But I mean, look at us now. Sure. Look at us now. Hey, look at us. <laughs> I have a camera. Look at us. Yeah. I mean, we all, we, we no, both, I agree. We both have cameras. And I think that was like a beginning of our being like, we see the, the, uh, you know, possibility of good quality. Sure. And we want good quality. We want, you know, to make stuff. We we want to make content. See, that I think that was the really the beginning I of agree. our journey. Yeah. But like I would say in a business, look at like, oh, what are you guys going to spend your money on? We're actually going to buy a camera <laughs> and it's we're hardly going to even use yeah. it for, I mean, we did, but yeah, like, you know what I mean? It could have right. been better used. Yeah. But I agree. 2020 hindsight, who cares? Yeah. It's done. But, um, you know, we were looking at uh, ads for that. And like we were saying, we just were such, we were so, um, again, spending a lot of money on ads. And now we mm-hmm. find ourselves like we're spending, you know, five, 10, 15 times what we would do for an ad yeah. for one video. And we're just like, oh yeah, that, you know, it is what it is. Right. I think that's so weird because like, in my head right now, we're still at the beginning of this podcast. Sure. And we're already being like, no, I see this as like a useful like resource for people. Right. Also, I see this as a good outlet for us. I see this as a good, you know, progression for careers or whatever. But I think it's like, you know, back in Cut Caliber, we were in it. Like I was saying, like we were like wanting that business to be our full-time job. Yeah. And we were like $50, $25 to ads. And then we, you know, should we disclose what we put to this ad? No. It's not much. I know, but like but I mean, it's like, not important like okay, specifically. But I mean, like, you know, people like it when we're real and honest. We are. We're just not specific. Okay. And like yes, and it goes back to we were at different points in our life then too. Like mm-hmm. I was just getting married essentially. Like yeah. so I had all these these expenses. Uh you were just about Who to Who knows take the what lead. I was doing? Yeah. Steven was Steven. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, like you start thinking money like, well, I need this for my personal life. Like yeah. I want to save my money for, uh, you know, a house or apartment rent, whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to like throw my extra money into this business where I have no idea if it's going to succeed or not. You know, I think that's maybe a good idea as far as like what what is the right thing to spend your money on and how do you know? Like do you – when you think about something you want to buy for your camera gear, right? Yeah. Um, do you just be like – you you're in this period of like I need it for a few months, and then after a few months of needing it or wanting it, you're just like buy purchase. Like, what's that process look like as Mine far as is very? Like, or are you just like impulse? Like impulse? Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I will. I just am like. I just I don't know where this conversation came from. Maybe it was something like with my you know Billy, uh, Billy and Mary. Oh, yeah. Um, what up, Bill? Yeah. What up, man? And so we were talking about money one time 
and we were going to Kaladi every day. Kaladi is a coffee company here, yeah. local, great coffee. We don't we go we, there. We we have Starbucks for the people who aren't living in Alaska. We have Starbucks, but it's not, nobody goes there. Nobody does. Well, that's not true. Kaladi is like the uh, coffee. Me- mega HQ here yeah. yeah that's like where everybody goes and it's the best coffee we're actually we're i think we're both drinking kaladi yeah, coffee i am right now yep um so every day on lunch we'd go get a coffee you know like yeah. a four dollar like quad shot iced americano oh, that yeah. was kind of the thing oh, yeah. and um he was like yeah i think he was saying something about mary was telling him like you should stop drinking so much coffee because that's four bucks every time uh-huh. and that's every day and you know you add that up for yeah. a year and I'm like, yeah, I've heard that too. And he's like, but I've just decided just make, you know, make more money than save money. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like I don't want to live. Like you read about, um, what's it, uh, Ramsey? Um, Gordon like, Ramsey? No, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all like, the money makeover where it's like you want to like live like you don't have anything, you know, you're you're right you know, get rid of the coffee get rid of eating out get rid of all this stuff and um live basically poor to pay off debt yeah totally get that i just just don't want to be miserable i don't want to no. give up stuff i enjoy you know and that's funny that you talk about that because like i have tried to in the past be frugal yeah that's what it's called being frugal sure. right like wanting to save your money Oh, and that, what, there's a place. I mean, certainly oh, a place. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I grew up like that. And also I think that transferred over into my adult life. And, you know, I think to a point it's like that hurt me. Yeah. Because like first off I was like in my head I want to, you know, I want to be a millionaire. I want to make so much money. You know, my goal I think I put on here, you know, in the podcast, like my goal is to make six figures with my right, business right. i almost said 600 figures with my business he's, what up yeah, helicopters he's the richest man in the world now <laughs> no more sound effects <laughs> they're awful i can tell you how uh, that was not, my personal helicopter if you're trying to make six <laughs> figures off your sound effects those will all be zero oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just you watch kyle i will at least I got my job impersonation. I was listening back to one of our episodes and I just busted out the ho, 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 uh, oh, ho, ho. God. And I was like, damn, Steven, you got a good job impression. Yeah, call up the Mandalorian. We got the guest. <laughs> <laughs> we got guest sound effects. Hey, coming. George. Hey, yeah. George. Uh, I'm here for my uh, interview. Yep. Audition. <laughs> I'm doing Jabba. Just. Just his laugh, though. Yeah. I can't do anything. I can't talk like him. I can just do his laugh. Well, I'm sorry, Steven. He's not even in this series. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, do you have, like, someone who sounds like him? I mean, like, it's really good, George. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. You were saying he grew up with these. Yes. Uh, being frugal, you know, mm-hmm. having a budget. And I think that transferred over into my older life, which is great because it, like, learned, it taught me how to be, like, appreciate my money. Yeah. Right. Um, just be like, oh, four dollars for coffee. Thank you, four dollars. You know, what I mean? it's not like that. But as far right. as like, you think it just about made it. me appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then it came to a point where it was like, you know, I'll be honest. Like, I think I've talked about it on here too. Is like, during COVID, like times are tough, right? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of clients left. My money went up and down, up and down. Right. And it kind of reminded me of my first time in bit, my first year in business, 
where it was a lot of down. I sure. was like, hey, I made $200 this week. And it's like, well, Stephen, how are you going to pay rent? You know, that was like three, four years ago. And it's like, that wasn't that long ago. Um, so I think me and my money have definitely made a journey to get to where I'm at, where yeah. I can be like, okay, you know what? By like having an accountant who helps with me with my taxes, that's a like a necessity. Yeah, I'm going to have to get his number from you. Yeah. Because I'm going to have that issue this year as well. Yeah. Well, that's, it's funny because like if anybody, this is good advice if you ever want to start your own business or definitely like jump from the corporate world to freelance world or whatever you want to do, um, get an accountant. Yeah, don't if be you stupid aren't with your money in that realm. The, dude, the first year I did, I was like, I read an article that was like, you know, actually I read an article while I was at work before I made the jump and I was like, Number one, get an account. And I was like, I don't need an account. I can do my own taxes. I can count. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. Yeah. And it's like, it's just one thing I just didn't know yeah, about. Business expenses yeah. and all that stuff. And I lost so much money that first year. But now it's like that's been a progression, right? You've you've added on things you've learned every, every year. And so, but getting an accountant was definitely one that... Yeah. Whether it's like, you know, a lot of money or not a lot of money, he is, during tax season, huge for me. Sure. And I mean, that's a huge thing that I've avoided. I've always done my own taxes. I've done business. I did our yeah. business taxes for years. And I just, you kind of, I don't know. It's unnecessary anxiety and stress for yeah. you because then you're always wondering if you did it right or whatever. And then yep. like if you can take that off for a few hundred bucks or whatever and hire an account to do that for tax season or if you're yeah. having a, an account full time, I just think there's it allows you to yeah. focus on other stuff than trying to gather up all this stuff for four months before tax season. Yeah, but what I think I was getting at is like there came a shift in my business where I stopped charging because I think to get to the point there that I am at, like the beginning I had to be charging very low, right? Yeah, I want to be competitive. I want to have experience. I want to start working with different clients. Like I got to be low. And that's what really hurt me as far as financially. But at the same time, like, you know, that's what I needed to do. You know, my job wouldn't have allowed me to do part-time, which I was really bummed about. But I was like, I either could do part-time job and then part-time freelance or I had to go full-time freelance and I couldn't even do part-time job. So had to make that jump because I really, really wanted it. But, you know, the, um, the, I had to make that choice probably, you know, two years in of charging what I was worth. Yeah, You know what I mean? I think that's the the switch that happened is like, you know, I'm going over and above and beyond for my clients. I'm like, you know, if they, they're hitting me up at 10 p.m. saying, oh, my goodness, we need this thing by tomorrow morning. Guess what I'm doing at 10 p.m.? I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> I'll not. I'll get to it in the morning. <laughs> you know, and I, but I mean, like, I was going above and beyond. I was, I remember um, I was with a buddy and we were videoing something out, um, you know, out in the middle of Alaska. Sure. And a client hits me up. Now, it wasn't even that big of a deal, but I had so much anxiety and stress because, like, they were like, hey, can you just send it this format? And I was like, I had already done the work. I just hadn't given them the right format. And I was four hours away. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I needed to get back. As soon as I got back, I was so hungry. I was ready to, like, eat and chill. I had, I had a big day. 
I, you know, the first thing I did was made sure they were good, right? So I was going above and beyond for these people. And I came to that choice where I was like, I need to charge what I'm worth. I need to charge for that time that it's at 10 p.m. I need to charge for that time where I come home and the first thing I do is take care of them. And I think that's when I started making that flip with money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, think when the money starts coming in, I mean, more than you're ex- not expected, but when you start making a certain threshold of money, I think money kind of changes yeah. what it means to you. Um, when there's not mm. necessarily a shortage, like we talked about, like back yeah. in Puyallup in Washington, when we would like go to Walmart every and buy beer, buy beer, That's and somebody it. would buy box wine. Um, oh, that was the worst. Yes. Yeah, so, so it was a lot of like, I feel like it was like Natty Light. I can't even remember what beer we always oh, had. Oh, yeah, Natty Light. But, and then it was almost like turned into the hunger, not hunger games when we got home, but like everybody would stash their beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, you know, why did we ever feel like that was, but, and maybe that's because it was money, money. because we were so tight. Like, Nobody had a job for, right. I mean, pretty much the, uh, I had a job, Stephanie had a job. Yeah, I definitely did not. No. I actually here's a good little <laughs> journey into Stephen's past job experience. You're uh, great employee. <laughs> you know, let's tell this story. Let's jump jump into the time machine and, and take us back. Uh, we're in Puyallup. There's six of us in a house, right? You know, we're in we're in the band. We're wanting to do shows and go on tours and make music. That's that was the dream. But you got to get a job. You got to make some money. And uh, we had a deadline to leave the state and go on tour with a van and trailer, the six of us. And I want to say like May. Yeah, is when I th- we left. I well, no, we left in June. June. Yeah, um, makes sense. And so we had like you know several months, and I had tried temp jobs that wasn't working for me, and then I kept applying to restaurants that wasn't working for me, and so finally. I get a call back from Target. Old Target. Oh, yes. So I went into Target, crushed the interviews. They were like, you know what? I don't even want you to come back tomorrow. You're supposed to come back tomorrow and talk to the general manager. I want you to talk to him right now so we can hire you on the spot. I was like, okay, cool. And uh, so I talked to the general manager. He was in the band as well. We we hit it off. You know, and I'm like a scraggly. I had like a scraggly beard. I just did not look the... Professional. They're going to keep you away from the toy section for sure. <laughs> They're like, you go anywhere else besides this area. Uh, no video yeah. games, no toys. <laughs> uh, it's funny they said that actually. Uh, no, they didn't. But anyway, so I got hired at Target and we only had like three or four weeks until we left for Oh, yeah. I remember tour. that. So I was like, I was keeping that a secret because I was like, I just want to make some money just to go on tour. And met this guy who also in you know who worked at Target who was in a heavy metal band. Mm-hmm. He played bass. I played bass. He lived in our neighborhood. Oh. I lived in the neighborhood. It was like Josh. we hit it off. Josh. Yeah. yeah. Um and it just I told him, I was like, dude, you know what? We're going on tour in a couple We're going weeks. on tour, bud. <laughs> and then uh net that what was it the next day? Um, so that was a Tuesday. The next day we're night stocking, closed down, right? The, the shop. And this was still in my like, you know, pre, like right after training days. So it was like, it was a week, you know, I started on a Wednesday. This was a Wednesday and, uh, 
we're night stocking. There's a pallet driver moving around the merchandise. And it was in the middle of the aisle, and I had to stock baby diapers. I know for a fact. Like, that's so weird. I remember I that fact. Because you weren't supposed to be in that section, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell the boss. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, grabbed the baby diapers off the pallet jack, jumped, you know, stepped on the pallet jack, and then stepped right off to go to the other side of the aisle. And my manager saw that. And she was like, oh, Stephen, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a that's a safety violation. I was like, oh, you know what? I didn't even think about it. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. And I was feeling like really embarrassed because I did it in front of everybody. And I was like, oh, yeah, nope, sorry. So sorry. Um, next day, came in Thursday, started my, you know, clock-in routine. First thing to do, manager calls me into the office. And I'm like, okay, well, no big deal. Whatever. Like... You know, if she was going to yell at me for the safety violations, she did already. Well, turns out uh, they had HR and her and the manager in this meeting. And they're like, Stephen, we're going to need to talk about your safety violation last night. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am so sorry. Like, won't happen again. They're like, we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> well, yeah. You're within the 30 days, though, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Actually, it was 90 thing. days, or, I guess, oh, with Target at that time. 90, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that hurt. That was a crushing blow to my soul for sure. A short career uh, at Target. You know, <laughs> that was the only job I've ever been fired from. Um, <laughs> but you know, made some money and, but I, w- <laughs> what I think is I told, you know, the buddy Josh, now I'm not calling you out, Josh. I'm just saying this is a possibility that maybe you talked to someone that said, Oh, Steven's going on tour. It's going to be cool. And then they talked to someone and that got back to the no. manager and they, because it was like, she even said the day, like, okay, you know, it's not that big a deal. Like, you know, just don't do it again. Right? The safety violation. But then the next day she calls me into the office with HR and I'm says you you're were fired. probably on security camera. And if she doesn't say something, then she could get in trouble. Oh, you know what? I didn't think, I never even thought about that. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, back then we were struggling with money, but we just spent it on booze. and Booze and crappy pizzas. <laughs> oh. Tor- Toast, to- Totino's toast, or something. Frozen food. Um, you know, but you, you got to go through those times. I think we were like, yeah. you know, young in our 20s. And we just wanted to get drunk every day. And, and we tried to practice chugging beer oh, as much you as did. we could. Well, me you, and Ronnie were like, yeah, you and Ronnie. Oh, we got to set a record. And I remember yeah. I set a record, a personal record that I am still not proud of to this day for yeah. shotgunning beers in a row. <laughs> And I remember everybody was upstairs playing Catan. Yeah. And I think like me and Ronnie and Mason, I thought we were probably there. Anyways, we're like, let's see how many beers we could shotgun in a row. Oh, man. And so that just this hurts is, me. I know. That hurts this is pretty me right gross. Now. But I did three in a row, right? Did yeah. one, open another one, two, three. And oh, I was like, I feel real bad right I did, now. I was downstairs. I yes, remember this. I went in the I bathroom. <laughs> It was like a fire hose, like right into the toilet. Like it was gnarly. And then I remember I was like, I'm not even drunk. Yeah. This is crazy. I was like, let's go play some Catan. What a waste of few beers. I know, whatever it was. So I went upstairs. I remember the taste of vomit in my mouth and I started playing Catan. And I was like. I am winning at life. I am doing it. <laughs> just just crushed it. Guys, I am killing it. Just crushing life. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, it's just like the idea of like money then 
Yeah. Where you think about buying even food or booze for, you know, 15 bucks and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should. Yeah. And nowadays, I think we're much more, com- I wouldn't say we're, you know, Zuckerberg, but, you know, we're looking at it Getting like- close. Yeah. You go and you buy um, a 12-pack or a six, whatever for a party or yeah. something or a, like a going away party. You're not going to think twice about that. And then if like you only got one of those beers and, right. you know, five other people finished it off, you're not like going to have this malice like you probably had back then. Like, I only got one of my beers and I paid for it. Yeah. Like you just shift into when you have more of it, you almost, I well, don't know that you care less there's about that. It's like, uh, I think there's like a TikTok or something where it's like, you know, now I have adult money. And, yeah, I ha- yeah. and it's like the thing that, that differs between me as a kid and me now is like now I have access to adult money. And it's like that's true. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? But at the same time, like I think that there is that progression that's like, you know, whether you're in a real job and you're like, okay, well, now I need to get a better job because now I have a family to provide for. Now yeah. I need to get, um, you know, a pay raise because, you know, the kids yeah, got to go to school or whatever. You know, I, I, I that's where my, you know, my head's at. And it's like. You know, I think there that comes with a progression of learning. You know, and I think I, I'm still learning about finances because I, I do have a tendency to be like impulse buy. Yeah, you know for sure. Well, right? I mean, there you don't unless you're out there like trying to learn about money. Yeah, like basically what you know is from what you've seen, experienced, or what your parents kind of told you yeah. is the truth. Because, I mean, you're not going to school and they're like, this is how you do this and this is a 401k and this is an IRA. Right. You don't learn that stuff unless you seek it out. Yeah. And so. Which is a problem. Is weird. I mean, everybody agrees that it it, yeah, it is, is a problem. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like Elon Musk said the other day, like in an interview, he's like, and I don't necessarily agree that college is useless, but he's like, the internet is free and everything is on the internet. Yes. So the only excuse you have for not knowing something or being knowledgeable is lack of effort or Bingo. lack. And like, yeah, it's just weird. Cause I'm like, I can go read thousands of websites about financial advice for somebody in their twenties or thirties or whatever. Yeah. And soak all that up and become like a, a, a well um, learned person in finance. But, like I'm not doing that, so yeah. I obviously don't care that much to become a you know, guru. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I don't. I but, but I definitely there. I've definitely looked up like you know yeah like what should I invest in or bingo what, blah 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 yeah what should I do with my money or like you know what's a going rate for a videographer like starting out right a beginner. I just um, bought some more crypto. Was what I did. Did you? I did. I definitely. I, I've been watching it for a while. And yeah. I mean, I know that we have some mutual friends that are. Heavily yeah. invested in Bitcoin, and and we talked about that like what two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. We, we all bought some. I bought seventy five dollars worth of Bitcoin. <laughs> now, yeah, it's upwards of over worth uh, over a hundred twenty three thousand dollars right now. Yeah, so roughly, probably well, over a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, so we'll see what happens here yeah. soon. But yeah, I remember I bought quite a bit of Ethereum. Yeah, I've definitely bought Ethereum yeah. more than a Bitcoin. Oh yeah, I uh, went upwards of 
$2,000 for Ethereum because <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yikes. I'm just going to keep doing this. Yikes. And then it just tanked. Yeah. And now it's, it's not, almost back up to where, yep. where but we'll, we'll you know, see. You know, it's funny. I keep looking at my Coinbase account and being like, you know, oh, I wonder when that's going to pick up. And like, you just luck, can't look at it. Yeah. Just that, ignore it. I know, but Unless at the same you're going to be more. It, it, I want it to like, you know, I want to keep just keep on tabs, right? Because it's still money. Like, should I take it out? Should nah, I, keep I don't it think in? you should ever take it out. I'm going to keep I, it in. I feel like that money that I've put into that is either going to be a lesson for me because I lose it all, hmm. or it's going to be a lesson for me that Kyle's not so dumb <laughs> one day. <laughs> because I'm like, I bought XRP, which is... Oh, you, okay, uh, so you bought several. Yeah, I have Bitcoin, XRP, and Ethereum. Um, okay. And so I have a little portfolio, not a lot of money, but like XRP is at like 50 cents right now. So I think oh. I bought like a hundred bucks of it. Yeah, that makes so sense. So if that thing takes off to 10, I could care less if yeah. it does or not. It's a hundred bucks for a learning lesson and it's going to make me pay attention yeah. a little bit more to crypto news because I do think there's some value in it and we'll see what happens yeah, down the road. You know, in my head, I'm just like, that is a fun thing. Yeah, and it's kind of like, like I don't. Uh, it's like sorry. a lottery ticket. Yeah, and I don't put my money into video games. No, I don't put my money into whatever you know. Like, uh, well, let's just say video games. You know, it's like I don't. I'm not putting my money into skins PS5 and, and all that and all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like I don't buy consoles. Even not that I'm dissing on it. I've definitely been yeah. tempted with the new the new Xbox and everything, um, but I just haven't. And anyways, it's like you know. If I want to put my money into Bitcoin, like whatever, yeah, in my head, but that is because after years and years and years of struggling and not understanding what to do with my money, it's like I am finally getting to a place where I feel like okay, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. Like I have consistent work, right? right? Um, and also, it's like I'm not being an idiot and spending my money on crap. I'm also taking my money and putting it back into my business, right? So I just, you know, bought Yeah, you bought a bunch of gear. two new cameras and like lights and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's like stuff that I've needed to progress my business. And it's like that's what you need to do. Yeah. Right? It's like instead of, you know, going out and going crazy or whatever. And I think also another thing has um, been helping me is like I'm not going out. No, I used to go out every weekend, every All the Friday, time. Saturday, you yeah, know, drinking, spending money on food, and spending money on clubs or whatever. And it's like I don't do that anymore. No, and I I feel like that is kind of a, not a maturity thing because I think people our age still do that. But like that, you know, there was a time and place for that. We did it, right? Enjoyed it, had a lot of fun, made a lot of yeah. memories, a lot of friends, absolutely, all that stuff. And I wouldn't necessarily trade that for i would trade some of the hangovers there's a hundred percent yeah but there's no way because i still remember times that me and you just went downtown and had a blast right and i mean it's like that is worth money that is worth yes you know you can say what disneyland is it's oh yeah right it's an investment of money but the thing you get in exchange for that the experience the memories is worth a price of oh, yeah. some sort, right? Hundred percent. So experiences are worth. That something. is actually a good point. It's like when, where does the experience equal the value? Right. Well, it's you like know? going and buying a beer for five bucks. Yeah. The beer, I don't know, is worth five bucks, but 
the know, experience, experience of, of being, talking with people like Seward, like yeah. going there, you know, we're like, let's get food. Let's go yes. eat at these different places. Let's go eat. Yeah, let's go to calories. Sea Life Center. We barely we spent like 15 minutes in this uh, aquarium, basically. Yeah, and we spent 20 over 20 dollars per person to be sure. there. And it's like we were like, let's go get some shots. And it was like, oh yeah, this was not shot worthy. So we walked in, walked right out. Yeah, but, pretty much. But the food, the tacos were really tacos good. Tacos were really good. What else did we have there? Uh, we had um, halibut. Oh, the halibut cheeks. Yeah, or the chunks, ba- whatever they were. But basket I think they were- of butt. Oh, that was what it was called. That's, yeah. And for those that don't know, that's... Uh, halibut. 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 <laughs> uh, a very tasty fish if the it's beer basket of butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, any any final I just think, pieces um, of advice you want to yeah, lay I, on to our listeners? I think you're, you need to adopt a mindset like that m- you always have time to make money. Yeah. Pretty much. If you don't have enough money right now, then you need to be doing something to generate that income. And now right. it, there's never been a better time. A hundred percent. I have uh, looked at myself and been like, oh, I have this job. I'm your typical nine to five corporate person right yeah. now. I have this job that pays me a salary of this much X amount of dollars. And that's all the money I'll make unless I do something on top. Yep. Which you are. Correct. And so, but I've had to make that decision that yeah. this amount of money this company is paying me is not enough or it's, I'm not comfortable enough. So I'd like to have money from another avenue. Yeah. And so then I started doing videos and then I'm doing all these little side projects. Only that, fans. Yes. But that, oh man, I just had a conversation about this with somebody. And I know this sounds weird to start the conversation. Love it. If you were an attractive person without a lot of, um, hang-ups on what you're willing to do for money. If you're attractive, there is no reason you should be poor ever in <sighs> this day and age. And I mean that 100% with yeah. OnlyFans, with um, <laughs> a cameo. A, who are you talking to about this? Somebody at the driving range. <laughs> but, uh, but typical we were golf. just like, because they bought a cameo yeah. uh, for a LPGA golfer. To mm-hmm. like send to somebody else this this yeah, happened. Love cameo, yeah. definitely have used that. And I was like, "Do you mind if I ask how much that was?" And he was like, "You know what? It was very reasonable, forty bucks." Oh, is- and I was like, "That's not bad for a girl who's worth several million dollars." Yeah, and as a top LPGA player, to like give a personalized yeah. message. And I was like, 40 bucks? Wow. I looked at Sean Astin's because I bought my girlfriend one for her birthday from like one of the Weasley brothers from Harry Potter. Yeah, hundred bucks, by the way. Kind of a little overpriced in my right. head, but I was like, this was the only Harry Potter character that I was like, I know, and it'll be actually fun to right. show her. But looked at Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings, right? And so there was like the last three or four videos. Rudy? Yeah. But looked at the last three or four videos. He was in his hotel room and like wearing the same thing. So he busted three or four oh, videos yeah, out just together. Real quick. And I think he was charging like a few hundred dollars per video. Easy. They're less than a minute long. Yep. I was like, that dude just made 500 bucks, you so, know, or more. Like, what, 700 bucks just sitting there for like 10 minutes. Not even 10 minutes. Probably just was <laughs> like, hey, I uh, just want to wish you a happy birthday from your best friend. Mike, like, bye. That's the beauty of like the celebrity internet. status. Well, celebrity status or like models or yeah, and, whatever. And access to adult money. <laughs> well, like a good example is uh, Mia Khalifa, right? Oh, yeah. That's her name? Yep. Yeah. I think that's her name. Guys, yeah, no. I'm pretty we're, we're sure. We're talking about girls, not so much. I was, Wiz Khalifa's sister? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so 
he was telling me the guy that I was talking to was like, she charges $300 for a cameo. Oh, wow. 300 bucks for somebody. Why was he looking? <laughs> uh, because it was like, he said he started getting Facebook ads for like, oh, get this person. Oh, yeah. Because once he bought the Got cameo, all the time. he just started yep. getting hammered with them. Yep, nonstop. And so he said he watched one of them and it was like to a 16-year-old boy from his parents. Mia Khalifa? Mia Khalifa. Oh. And I was like, oh, you know, that was one of his buddies. Like his parents were like, hey, what would Mikey want oh. for his birthday? <laughs> oh, do a cameo from Mia Khalifa. <laughs> you know, and they're just like, oh, oh sure. No. You know, but I'm just saying, so there is somebody that made her money. However, you want to believe she made her money. Three months. That's the old, that's as, from I what know. I know, that's as long, long as, as she, she was worked. in the career. Yeah. And the so industry. now she can charge 300 bucks to say happy birthday. I don't even know if she's doing anything on the camera when she's doing these cameos. Yeah. I don't know if there's rules. But then she, I believe, has an OnlyFans. She'd be stupid not well, to. You know, but uh, I don't want to like say like if you're attractive, you there's no reason you should be poor. I mean like um, there's no, a I said line If you're attractive, people- you shouldn't be poor if you don't have any Oh, okay. With, All right. Yes, I did like, forget about that part. Yes, like, like for sure. There's people that are more reserved than others. Lines to cross. But if you're like, I'll do anything for money. Yeah. Then, and, and I mean anything, you yeah. you have the Clear, access. Clearly, me and you are still struggling. No, nah, I've been trying. <laughs> I've been trying. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know, one thing I do want to leave here um, talking about is like, I think the one thing that I keep coming back to when it comes to finances and the only reason I'm where I am today is because I started charging what I was worth. Yeah. No, I mean, you that's know? important. I'm still not there yeah. in terms of like my side hustle I know, stuff. which I think is crazy because I, I think to some of the point, like there's some videos that I was like, holy shit, like I can't do that. You yeah. Know? And but it's, you did it. It's also because I have my hang up with my real job. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't have to make that money because True. I have this safety net, right? Yeah. As my job. So I'm like, eh, I'll work with you on a price versus, yeah. hey, I've freaking need this money so i'm gonna charge that because that's my rent right you know like it's a different mindset and it's i think a flaw on my part that it's not helping me advance to more video jobs more full-time because i'm not willing to to charge that yeah and i need to that's something i need to work yeah i was saying you need to think about that and the people listening i feel like and i think another thing that i would say is like try to have multiple avenues revenues yeah you know what i mean because it's like one might just take off you know you never know mm-hmm. and it's like if you're just working on one thing which is great because i think you putting all your time into one thing whatever that is whether it's your job your career your full-time nine mm-hmm. to five or something side hustly you know that's great but like i say try to diversify your portfolio if to i say, think for sure know? and i think if i was to just tell somebody as not an expert, but I would say the two things you should do is start an investment account, whether it's retirement or whatever, just a hundred bucks a month, whatever you're comfortable with, yeah. do that. And then have a savings account um, that's more of an emergency fund and put money into that every month so that if anything ever does go south, you're not going to be taking it out of your checking account or all of these other places you have this emergency fund any financial expert will tell you an emergency fund is necessary with 
absolutely at least three months expense yeah. for the most part. Three Whatever. months is like the go-to, but I think yeah, like even up to six months. Oh, for sure. Because like, I mean, if you're in a freelance, yeah. definitely like oh, six absolutely. months. But yeah. like if well, you- I mean, like think about last year, I struggled because I had so many car problems. Now I had a car that was like, you yeah. know, one of those like little fancy things. And it's like $300 to change out a freaking bolt, you yeah, know, the Volkswagen. and it just like crushed me financially last year. Yeah. And my, you know, it, like if I would have had an extra, like, you know, six months that wouldn't have even touched my three months, you know what I mean? So I think going above and beyond and having that little nest egg, I agree. helps. And it, it just, it's very, it takes some maturity, I think. And just Clearly, if you're busy, you won't be like checking your accounts every day, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. But like my 401k and all that stuff that I've had since I was a kid, like I'm always putting money every month and I just forget about them, right? You forget that you have this reoccurring charge, right? And I have that for most of my accounts because I just will not voluntarily go in and put the money in. And so then I go look at them once a year or so. Like I'm like, dang that grew pretty substantially without me even knowing. And I think that's something that's everybody talks about compound interest. All those typical finance things are somewhat true. Like you will, the less you focus on it and then you look back in a year or two, you're going to be like, that was well worth the growth. Yeah. And that's where I think that's hard for me to do that because like I want almost immediate satisfaction with my money. Everybody does. Right. That's common. I know. And I think that's really hard for me to just be like, oh, there goes a hundred bucks. I don't know where the fuck you're going, but see ya. You that's know, it's why like, the reoccurring charge. I never. It's really hard. I'm for being a finance degree holder. Yeah. I am the worst. <laughs> like I'm just trusting my bank of America, like credit card that I'm not getting ripped off. Cause I rarely <laughs> ever look at they're, like the They're deep. listening to this right now. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, charge another hundred. Charge another you ever try that? <laughs> yeah. sons of- but like, I I'm just come for you. <laughs> I look at my statement. I'm like, Oh, it's getting high. I've got to pay off this much credit yeah. card, but I'm not like going charge by charge. Like, Oh, I got double charge for that or didn't. So I'm a terrible mm. financial. See, like, I manager. have to go charge by charge because I have to go my QuickBooks. I have to well, go be yes, like, that's, different. you know, work mm-hmm. what's what you know and organize everything which i still am like trying to figure out but and that's another thing too is like my first year didn't even know i needed to do that did i was u- oh, yeah, using gotta... my my personal account as my business Ooh, account yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like i did not i jumped into the wolves den immediately without like really doing that much research i think i probably just did a few days of research but that's good I I, w- I respect that way more than like waiting till you learn everything and then being like, now let's go. See, time. that is, oh man. I that's know what I would people, tell everybody, and I know people who could make that jump today. Yeah, and don't even. <laughs> well, I won't. Don't. Uh, you know, I think they can make that jump today to yeah. be a full time creative, but it's like it's the overall um, struggle of like you see all of this stuff. Right. So you see like, you know, the your finances as a big giant mountain. You see your, you know, getting clients as a big right. giant mountain. You see doing Workload. work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everything. Everything is a big giant mountain. It's just like, oh, uh, and then I think for some people, you know, maybe take over those little bit by little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Climb up those mountains as you have a full time job or a part time job or whatever. Even people don't even have a job right now. It's like. 
try to climb those mountains as much as possible, as fast as possible right now. Because you don't yeah. know what you're going to do in the future. You ever think of it, like, did you see that Pixar movie, Inside Out? Which one's that? Where the girl, like, has the different emotions in no, her head. I haven't super, seen that. Yeah. Super good. I've watched it a dozen times, funny. obviously, with the I'm kids. Way, I love Disney, but I'm way behind on the oh, animation it's side. A, it's really entertaining, right? Yeah. And uh, I think it's Amy Poehler is, like, yep. the Yeah, anyways. I know what you're about. So, in her head... This girl's head, you know, she has the emotions and they each have their Joy own. and angry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she has these different outlets. They're islands in her head that, like, they're looking out to keep her happy. So she has family. She has, like, mm. f- friend. I forget all the different. on Honesty Island, all these different things. Oh, killer. And so as she kind of is growing up and becoming mature and making mistakes, like, some of the islands get kind of, like, messed up. Because she has damaged them. Like she lies to her parents. So like so Honesty cre- Island. So kind of, creative. And it's just like super good. But I think of that a lot in like the business setting because I'm like, yeah. oh, just like you're saying, you got Work Island, you got uh, Finance yeah. Island. And yep. then one of them crumbles and then the others kind of become unstable. Yeah. And so that, you should watch that. As much as it's a kid's movie. Like, no, it's but, really good. Even the thing is I haven't even gone back and watched Frozen. I've never seen well, Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. Really? I refuse. Well, you got kids. I feel like your when daughter. Caroline's old enough to watch it. I would say <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> I, feel, uh, I don't know. I've heard so many people. I'm they're just like blindfold. It's in the background, and then you oh, get yeah. sucked in, or it's just been there. Um, but yeah, no, I think that I think that's good as far as like we both gave a little bit of advice. Yeah, and but that- also it's like we're not. You know, let's just be honest. This podcast is not a self help podcast. We're not like. Being like, look at us, you know, we're so much better. It's like, yo, we're still trying to fix these things in our life. Probably will always be right. I mean, like, you know, I we we've all got bad purchases. I mean, I bought you know way more than I should have Black Friday, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're still learning, and here's some things that we've learned. So, and by no means are we gurus at what we're doing. I I mean, you do have a degree in finance. I know, but I literally bought. The cryptocurrency XRP and <laughs> off of a Facebook people post. People listening, I, can't even I hope that. I hope people listening just give you shit for that. I hope they do too. But then again, I did go buy like fifty dollars more in Bitcoin. Like we're talking months ago too. So that was before. Yeah, actually, I think before we even um, started like launched this podcast, I bought. And that's the thing is like now you'll look back. I should have bought a thousand. I, know. I should have bought a thousand. I know. Right now, that's like, the worst. I think it's like it's. I've only put you know fifty or seventy five, a hundred bucks in. Oh, like yeah, and like he, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, still so, probably worth five hundred, four hundred, something now. like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of nice, but at the same time, you know, I think if we're gonna leave you with the takeaway, it's like literally just see what you want to do and try to tackle that with finances as far as like have a goal in your mind because i do have a goal in my mind every year as far as and i know we've talked about goals and i know you don't like it i hate but it's like i want to smash that goal at the end of the year right and i want to like be like you know this is my number how do i get here how many jobs do i need to take on how much do i need to make a week you know so that really gives me perspective of being like okay you know what didn't have this much didn't you know or took off last week and we got to pick it up you know we got to take on more jobs or we got to take on more clients or you know so in my head it's like it's a never-ending thing yeah 
And it's always, but it's always there. And you're just getting closer and closer and closer. You know, it's like that big thermometer that they have for donations. It's like, oh, it's getting yeah. redder. Oh, it's getting oh, redder. Geez. Well, you know, my piece of advice is just try to marry rich. <laughs> <laughs> That'll so, solve it. That's a good way to end it you right know, that's there. That's a great investment. <laughs> Hey, thanks for streaming this episode of the Go Fix Yourself podcast. Now, if you want more Go Fix Yourself, you can join our virtual family over on patreon.com slash go fix yourself podcast and join our family if you want to do that. I think I'd love to join that family. How much for the stepbrother tier? <laughs> Anyways, if you enjoyed what you listened to, go check us out on GoFixYourselfPodcast.com and we will be back every week and you can find us streaming on all major platforms. Bye. Bye.